Hello, hello, hello. What's up? Just waiting on you. So let's get down to the nitty gritty. Do you Give want me, toss me a softball? Like, <laughs> do, you, do you want a spiritual type question or a random one? Just give me a random one. Okay. Who's the funniest person you know? Shaley. <laughs> Bailey. <laughs> what she doesn't is... even try and she just kills me. What is her what is the favorite line that she's had? Oh my gosh. There's too much good stuff. Um I would have to go through my screenshots, but <laughs> I can't expose her too bad, you know? Cause not, there's not, the... not in the podcast, no. No. So I would have to definitely um, keep that in mind. But um, gosh. The best line. I would say my favorite line that she's had was about she thought that Obama was on Mount Rushmore. (laughs) Yeah, that was pretty good. (laughs) And she also said, (laughs) said about, um, Two two of our friends being married together, and me, and I said no, we can't do polygamy, and she, and she didn't understand what what's that was. a polygamy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's a polygamy? Oh, uh, for me, let's see, who's my funniest friend? This <laughs> job. Josh over here giving me a look. He's a, he's a, he's he knows it's I better pick him. It's either between me and Donovan or Marcus. Oh, that's a hard one. I have so many. <laughs> Both on Twitter and in person. I'd yeah. say probably Josh because <laughs> he says some out of pocket stuff all the time. Yeah. <laughs> We've had many nights playing Jackbox games where we've made some very out-of-pocket comments <laughs> that we will never mention outside of that day. <laughs> so, yeah. We'll keep it at that. That's good. <laughs> Don't want to expose him or myself too much. <laughs> Keep it on the D, D, DL. Yeah, because, okay. you know, we're going to have lots of listeners on this thing. So we don't want to, you know. <laughs> we want to keep them coming. We don't want to scare them away. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's ask a Bible one. What is your favorite book in the Bible? James. Why specifically? Down. It's just like 
I feel like there's absolutely no fluff in it. Like it's small, but it's just like packed with like so much good stuff about just like living the Christian life and what that looks like. Yeah. I like how it talks about the tongue very in depth. Yeah. And it kind of makes you think about the fact that like, because we're made in the image of God, we have a piece of his, the power of words. Like he just spoke things into being and that it came to pass. And like, we we somewhat have that ability like not to the extent that he does but like there's a lot of power both for good and bad in our tongue yeah the power of life and death like we can say something to somebody that can either ruin their day or make their day and that's like when you stop and think about that that's like pretty like mind-blowing like yeah it makes you question everything you say to people, kind of. Okay, let's see. What is your favorite type of cheese? Oh, goodness. Favorite? <sighs> favorite type of cheese. Okay. Provolone is really good on sandwiches. Um, what else? I would probably have to go with provolone. Sometimes if I'm feeling spicy, you know, I'll go with some pepper jack. But <laughs> that was that was a very white comment. There. <laughs> when I feel spicy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that is that is actually a very hard question because there are so many good cheeses. Yeah, there's so much good cheese. See, back in the day, I used to like, and my, my like my tastes and cheeses have changed because back in the day, like when my mom would make uh, grilled cheese sandwiches, I was just like an American type guy. But then, yeah. like. And she she just used to do Swiss, and it was like it was everybody but me and my dad. We would do American. Everybody else would do Swiss. But now I like Swiss. But I was sharp cheddar is really good too, like extra sharp cheddar. Yeah, there's so much cheese, and it's all and good. Pepper Jack's good, but like if I would say, but my top two or is like. Probably there's there's I think it's like four alarm cheese. It has like habaneros and stuff. It's really good. I got it mm-hmm. at Sam's Club before. And then there's also there's this place in Pittsburgh, Rip District, that um they have this place that has like olives in buckets, like five gallon buckets, and then they have like cheeses and meats from all over the world. And they're spending the most time talking about cheese. <laughs> it's an important, it's important discussion. Yeah. Um, but there was a, there was this horseradish cheese that was so good. Ooh. Interesting. But like, 
I've never found it in, anywhere but there. And it's like, I don't ever go there, so I haven't had it in a very long time. But my parents are right in Pittsburgh now, so I should tell them to get some. Ooh. So, blue yeah, cheese. Blue? See, uh, for the longest time, I didn't really like blue cheese. But uh, I think it was yeah. because I had I had it at my house the one time, and my mom doesn't pay attention to expiration dates on, like, dressings. Ooh. So I think it just tasted kind of funky. But then, yeah. like, I had it, I had it with wings before, and then I was like, this is actually pretty it's good. It's so good with wings. But, like, I... that's about that. That's about the only time I have it is with wings, though. Yeah, me too. Sometimes I'll have ranch. Sometimes I'll have blue cheese with my wings. If you get the ranch, or the blue cheese with the chunks, though, oh, man, that's good stuff. Mm. Okay, on to something more serious. When and where is it okay for men to cry? Ooh. That's um that's a that's a tough one. Um hmm. I think society has made it where it has to be in specific instances, but I think it's like if you need to cry, just cry. Like no matter where you're right. at, like, you can still be a strong person and just and cry. Like I don't think it like it should be like in certain circumstances. Like if you feel like those emotions are boiling over, then just let it out. Like yeah, I would agree. It's like that's in reality like. Hold, trying to hold it in when you need it to let it out is kind of is a form of pride because you're trying to appear that you're okay and you're not and it's like that's basically acting like you don't need any help and you do yeah it's like it's asking for help is humbling because it's like you can't do it on your own so it's like when you cry that's admitting that you need help yeah. So I think it's okay to cry whenever you need to cry, wherever that may be. Yeah, I would agree. People might look at you funny, but. Yeah, but I mean, like, at the end of the day, like, you and, and the Lord know you better than those other people. And they, those other people just know, may know you, like, just in passing, but you know what you're dealing with. You know, like, who you are. Yeah. So it's like, why let somebody that doesn't have any of any effect on your life have an opinion of you? Yeah. At the end of the day, you have to live with yourself. And it's better to deal with that, those feelings and emotions in a healthy way by letting it out and, like... I would say that that is kind of a positive conduit to let it out. Like, and and like, if you like hold it in, it may come out a negative way by like you taking it out on somebody. Yeah. 
Definitely. Okay, let's see. Are you a burger or hot dog person? Oh my gosh. Burger. A thousand times, yes, burger. I will like almost never choose a hot dog over a good burger. Yeah, I would say I would agree. But are we strictly talking just hot dog or are we talking like sausages? Mm. I don't know. I get I think either way for me my answer remains the same. So I don't know, like a good brat or a good kielbasa is is pretty I don't know. And it's if it's a kielbasa or a brat, I might choose it over a hamburger. Mm. I think I like brats a lot more than hot dogs, but I think I'm still choosing a burger. So Yes, but like what we have this uh, this uh, specific kind of mustard that was only at Cleveland Indian Stadium, and now it's like available in stores, but we only can find it like in stores up north, and so we buy a bunch of it and uh, we put that on the the kielbasa and the brats, and then sometimes some sauerkraut, and like oh my gosh, that that hits different. Mm. But a good, but a good ham. If you get a hamburger that's like cooked, like not too much, where it's too dry, but like it's juicy, and then you have some like good, um, like there's a habanero sauce that we make from our habaneros, and then mm. we put it on the hamburgers, and that's really good. And we'll get like pepper jack and get some like jalapenos from the garden and slice them up, and some like caramelized onions and it's different stuff i mean that make that that's good sriracha sriracha is good on uh burgers too i'm just over here eating eating leftover frozen pizza and you're talking about all this good stuff (laughs) uh oh have you ever had an egg on a burger too i have yeah it's actually good like it it's it doesn't sound like it would go together. Yeah. But it's really good. We got we got a guest in the background. The black man on the podcast is in the background. Favorite verse and worship song when you're sad? Mm. So, my favorite verse would be um, Lamentations 321 through 25. Um, I don't think I couldn't recite it like word for word, but like the main part of it, you know, that um, really is a comfort to me is um, when it says, um, but this I call to mind and therefore I have hope. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. 
His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. Um, so just kind of that whole chapter, like the writer, you know, is um, just like really heartbroken um, and just feeling hopeless. Um, and he kind of t- spends a lot of the chapter talking about that. Um, but then there's just a big shift when you get to um, verse 21. And it's just like, but this I call to mind. Um, so it's just like, um, it's just always comforting to remind yourself, like, God's faithful and, you know, his mercies never come to an end. Um, yeah. Yeah. First song. I feel like that kind of changes. Okay. I would say one song that for a couple years now has been kind of one of my go-to when I'm sad would be, um, it's close to me by, um, I'm not even sure how you say the name of their band, but it's like um, Isla Vista Worship. Isla La Vista um, Worship? <laughs> Is Arnold Schwarzenegger lead the group? <laughs> but, um, so they, um, okay, yeah, it's off their Carried album, Close to Me Acoustic. Um, that's been one of my go-tos for about a year and a half now. Good. I'd say for me, um, it would kind of be a, in between John fourteen six. I'm the way, the, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. And then also, I can't think of the, it's in Psalms, but it says about, um, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for his rod and his staff comfort me. And I would say because it's like, it it like reminds you that like, like, yes, there's a valley, but like, he's going to walk there through, through, through it with you. And like, that means like, cause a valley, you, it's like a, it's a dip on both sides, but like eventually you're going to start climbing back up, you know? Yeah. It's not going to be always like there's eventually going to be a part where you, it peaks and like, and it's going to outshine the, how bad the valley was because it's going to be so amazing, you know? Yeah. And I think that also on the flip side, like because of the mountaintop moment, like if you keep that in mind, like whenever you, cause like, of course, when you're on a mountaintop, that means there's another valley on the other side. So it's like that it's important to keep that moment to whenever you go back into a valley moment, because it reminds you like that, remind you of the goodness of the Lord because he'll, you know, he'll sustain you because it, you know that that's, it's going to be a re- repeated cycle. Like there are going to be very great moments and very bad moments, but it's like, 
you can't have one without the other, but like also like he's faithful even in those hard moments. Yeah. And then for song, I would say Waymaker and it kind of goes hand in hand. Like you don't, it does, it looks like there's no, like no way to the other side and through the, what you're going through. But like, that's, that's only because we can see what's just in front of us when God sees the whole picture and he sees like a way to take us through what we're going through and make a way out of what seemingly seems like no way. Yeah. Like, like it talks about in the Bible, there'll be rivers in the, in the wasteland and wilderness. Like seems, it seems improbable and possible to us, but like, Nothing's impossible to him. Yeah. How do you like your eggs? <laughs> um, I'm not like super into eggs, but I would say. Probably over easy. Over easy? Yeah, and it's got to be on, like, toast or something, you know? Have you ever had that thing where they cut out the middle of the toast with and have it with the egg or whatever? They cut out the middle of the toast? Wait... But- what do, you, what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> like they cut out the middle and put the egg in the middle. Oh. I've never had it, but I've seen it. I'm like, this is kind of weird, but okay. That's interesting. I like scrambled because I don't like... Unless I'm having it like the egg on like a sandwich. Like over easy. I don't like the like the yolk that spills out. Yeah. So I prefer like scrambled, but like usually with like stuff in it, like peppers and onions and stuff. Yeah. So essentially an omelet, but it, I usually don't like get it crisp or it like folds over and flips or whatever. So it's basically just a scrambled egg <laughs> essentially with stuff in it. Yeah. You got to flavor them. I can't do eggs just like by themselves. There's got to exactly. be like... what, what One time I, um, we had some cheese sticks that my dad brought home from school because he's a teacher. And um, put that some mozzarella cheese sticks with the eggs and then added tuna. That was pretty good. My niece loved it and not and like she said that I make the best eggs and her she had her dad make it. She said it wasn't as good as mine. <laughs> That's interesting. Tuna. Tuna and mozzarella sticks. Hmm. Um, let's see. How do you get in the word? Ooh. Getting spicy. Well, I'd say for me, it's been kind of hard to say consistent, not only because of the fact that, like, I haven't, like, 
had the motivation. I felt kind of stagnant lately in that respect. But not only that, but like I have 8.30 classes every day of the week. And then I'm with friends during the night time, like evening time. So it's hard to find a good time to do that. Yeah. Because I'm constantly doing something. But um, I'm on a like a re- I'm on a reading plan with um, the campus minister on the at the campus ministry that I work with. He's been kind of I've had, I've asked him to kind of like disciple me kind of, and so like we've been. He gave me like a it was it's. It's supposed to be like a P90X workout, but it's like for Bible reading. Mm. But like, I'm not doing it as intense as it should be. I'm just kind of like taking my time, but it's it's kind of as keeping me like in a, in a restraint so that I can, can kind of keep myself on track somewhat. Yeah. And I've been like writing down stuff as I'm reading. Which has been very helpful to process things, and it's like I've been I'm in Genesis. I think I'm on thirty or uh, yeah thirty, and it's um really interest interesting how like Abraham was, yeah, because like we put him up on this pedestal, but like he was kind of messed up. <laughs> like he yeah, lied. For sure. He lied. He lied like twice about who his wife was so that they wouldn't get, he wouldn't get killed. Yeah. And then he slept with his wife's concubine to produce a son. It's like, He's like, his faith was credited to him as righteousness, and he was considered a friend of God, but yet, like, in those moments, he didn't trust God. Like, that's crazy, you know? Yeah. But yet, like, we're so, I think we're so hard on ourselves about not trusting God and, like, our faith. And it's like, well, the greatest man of our, of our faith did that stuff like you know yeah what about you um so for me like i said like i've really been like not good with that lately like getting in the word consistently but like i could share like when i've been good at it in the past like some things that have helped with it um and I think um, the main thing for me that um, has helped me when I've been good at it before is um, like having other people who will do it with me um, like go through the same book together or just kind of like you know read whatever we're reading and just kind of share with each other in like a group group text um 
just like what we've been reading and like what we've learned from it. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's definitely helpful to have somebody to help you keep consistent. Because it's easy to, you know, lose the motivation on your own. Yeah. Okay, let's see. If someone paid you $100,000, could you go without iced coffee for two years? (laughs) You have glare. What a character. (laughs) I mean... I mean... You could do that, and then you could just buy a bunch of iced coffee once you finish those two years. Yeah. It would suck to go two years without, but, like, yes. <laughs> but that's only iced coffee. You could still have yeah. hot coffee. Which isn't as good. <laughs> <laughs> you can get around the rolls. You can still have coffee. You just can't have ice in there. Ooh. That's not, a very, have... that's not a very tight, stringent, like, hmm. roll. Can I have cold brew? <laughs> <laughs> that's not really <laughs> iced coffee. <laughs> you could get... She should have had more stringent rolls on this. Yeah, because iced coffee is like, you know... Like, strong coffee that they chill with ice, you know, whereas cold brew is, like, brewed cold. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's like kind of a broad. <laughs> yeah, you just can't use ice, is what she's saying. Yeah, I think we'd be okay. Yeah, I'll take that cash. Yeah, easy money there. Um, What has been the hardest part of your walk with Jesus? I would say for me, it was from age 13 to my first year of college. Well, not first year of college, but my... um. Because I had to assess a couple semesters at Tech. I think it, till basically fall 2019. Because I was, I considered myself a Christian, but like, I didn't really hold myself to the standards that I should have. And like, I didn't really practice my faith. So I was essentially, I don't even know if I'd call myself a lukewarm Christian I basically was just not really a Christian at that point I guess yeah and I would looking back I would now admit that I probably had depression back then and um, (laughs) a lot of social anxiety and everything and like I was just doing whatever I wanted to do, basically. But, like, I was <laughs> extremely unhappy in those moments. And then, like, I got to the college that I'm at now, and I went to the campus ministry, and I met people that made me want to re 
rekindle my faith and get get back into living for God because of the fact that like I saw it, it's the the love of Jesus evident through them and I it made me I would say somewhat not jealous in the fact that like I didn't like them but like jealous of fact cuz like I want I wanted that you know yeah so yeah not that I haven't struggled since then but it like it was a 180 I would say kind of yeah what about you um so the question's like what's been the hardest part of your walk with Christ or yeah that was the question um so if I take it like kind of you took how you took it like a time or like that it's been hardest like for me I feel like I'm kind of in it right now like just kind of like in a season where just life is like pretty hard and like I could be um, really just leaning into my relationship with Christ and like letting him carry me through this. But like, I've also just been like super like unmotivated in like all areas. So like, that's really just affected like, motivation to like pick up my bible or pray you know yeah so yeah so it's just kind of like lately like last few months just really being lazy um about like pursuing christ so like in that sense i would say kind of right now has been like the hardest yeah part of my walk with christ yeah, I've I've kind of felt unmotivated in a lot of ways too, and I think I've come to realize that like not only like is that can that be you know depression or laziness, but it's like I think it's also kind of the work of the enemy because it's like he sees the the potential that we have, and like if he keeps us in this state of stagnation, then we can never come into the fullness of what god has for us to do through us you know yeah so like that's kind of a it's it's like it's kind of you're disappointed in yourself but at the same time it's like it's like you're kind of like wow like he sees me as a threat so that's why he's trying to knock me up knock me off the tracks you know yeah so it's encouraging, but it's discouraging at the same time. Yeah. Okay. Claire said, why are they so dang sassy? <laughs> I mean, I would say it takes one to know one. <laughs> like, she's got the sass. I mean, I get it from her. I don't know. <laughs> She, she she has to she had to come up with something to make up for her height. Yeah, definitely. She's like what, maybe five foot. No, I think she's like four eleven. 
Yeah. <laughs> we are talking about like where would she be to me like when we met like <laughs> physically like where would her head be at like my chest maybe. No, she she'd probably be at your hips. Yeah. <laughs> um I would say that it's probably come from both my parents and and then also like having to deal with people annoying people on the internet you just come up, <laughs> come up with like cheeky comments and it just kind of becomes who you are <laughs> yeah because the, the internet is a harsh place and you have to survive <laughs> yeah it's brutal out here in these streets Ain't nobody safe. <laughs> what is your favorite way to share the gospel? Ooh. That's... Favorite way. I know, like, we're supposed to, like, use words because, like, action's just not enough. But I would say... That has been my favorite and like most like natural way to do it is like how I treat people. Mm. Like I try to go out of my way for people as much as I can and like be there for them and like just kind of love on them even like even if I'm not feeling it and even if like they may be making me feel a certain way and it's like oh, I don't like I don't really feel like helping them because they're kind of being a pain right now or whatever but it's like I I do it regardless because it's the right thing to do and so I, I think that's how I do it by like because I know that Jesus would his love is unconditional he doesn't like have conditions on like oh well this if this person's not acting right i shouldn't help them you know he just does it regardless like i think the fact that he's kept me even though like i was basically running from him this whole time like how dare i you know not do the same for other people that are you know they may not be in the best place themselves, so that's why they're why that's going the way it is. So, like, how dare I like not extend the same grace to to them that Jesus does to us? Yeah. What about you? Yeah, I think that's something I try to do too. You know, just try to. Um just make sure I'm representing Christ well, like treating people kindly and um, hopefully, um, yeah, just representing him well because you never want to like treat people poorly and then have them find out you're a Christian and it's like, well, I mean, like, why should I be interested in that if like, exactly they're not any better than us you know um so you always want to act like you're set apart 
Yeah. Are. Well, I kind of, I've kind of come to realize like we're, or we're both um, like, say we're like lawyers representing Jesus or like an ambassador of Jesus. Like we want to make sure that we're acting and speaking in ways that like he would himself, if he, if he were here, like we're, we're stand-ins for him essentially to other people so like that should be how we're representing them him to others and i gotta make sure that i'm I'm being consistent that way yeah have you met any social media friends in person if so who was your favorite and what was the most surprising and who was the most surprising hmm so i feel like right Right off the bat, we should um, clarify whether I should count Shaylee as an internet friend. You knew her from the internet. You didn't know her before that. Yeah. So yeah. That, that, would so still, would... that would still be considered that. Yeah, it feels weird because like, she lives so close to me and it's like... But shoot, I guess I did meet her off the internet. It's funny because I could have easily met her in person. Like we've gone to the same college ministry, but. um, It's so random that you never met her, but she's so close. Yeah. Well, it's a big college ministry, so it's kind of easy to. Yeah. True. But um, yeah. I mean, everyone I've met, like all the Twitter friends, have been great. Um, you can't you can't pick a favorite because they'll all probably listen and get mad <laughs> at you. <laughs> I mean, if you say that somebody else is your favorite, I mean, come on, like <laughs> Shaylee's my best friend, man. Um, what were the questions? Like your favorite and the most surprising. Yeah. So if I have to pick a favorite, like <laughs> it's gotta be Shaylee. Um most surprising. Kenya Kenya would like to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> she'd be sending you she's after listening to she she'll be sending you the middle finger emojis. But I haven't met her. <sighs> True, but she'll still get mad at you. Um, she's, she's cussed me out a few times. She <laughs> gave me a middle finger emoji. Uh, um, so the most surprising, I would say, If I had to pick someone who surprised me, I would say I'm surprised that Leo was really funny in person. Like, I don't know, you don't necessarily get that vibe from him, like on Twitter. You get the account and dad vibe. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But like face to face, like he's a pretty funny guy, like. 
It's pretty out of pocket. He'll say some <laughs> stuff. Uh, out of pocket people are the best. Yeah. <laughs> Josh laughs in my my my, 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 my <laughs> evil laugh in the background. Yeah. I've Have only, you met Twitter friends? Just Emily. Besides Emily, okay, just Emily. I met her. I mean, I've not not met her twice. I we got to meet up twice. So I guess Emily is your favorite. <laughs> That's the easy options. choice. That's the only option. We got no other options. Uh-huh. You can't choose. You got a roster. He don't. Yeah, I got a roster. <laughs> He is the only one out. He has to pick up. Yeah. Technically. I mean, technically, Josh is both my online and in-person friend. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but she came to see me at college, and I made her big CD, and we played some games. And... And she came to the college ministry. And then she also came up to my house for a late birthday party. That's fun. Still talking in the background. (laughs) Yes. We're recording a podcast and he's trying to talk to me in the background. I don't know if you could hear. My roommates were getting loud a few minutes ago. I had to like run out of the room. And I heard some dogs too. (laughs) Okay. What is your greatest encounter with God? Sheesh. Sheesh. That was my answer. No. Greatest I'm encounter. I'm trying to think. I don't know. Like I would say, either campus. Wait, wait, no, no, wait. What am I talking about? Not campus. Um, there was this youth conference that I went two years ago called Acquire the Fire or ATF. And um I would say that was a good really good experience. Like I felt God there. But then there's also been this time was it last semester or some I think so. Where there was something with a girl and like it kind of broke my heart and I like just went to God and told him how I felt and I cried. And like in that moment I felt like relief and like I felt really close to him. Yeah. But like I would say throughout my life I've been kind of very sensitive to the Holy Spirit, but I wouldn't say like I I've had like a ton of moments where I've had a really great encounter with him with him. Like, if that makes sense. Yeah. What about you? Um, 
I've also been to um, Acquire the Fire back in like 2013, but um, see, my sister actually, she actually they had like a they had a um a um what's it called like like a ministry school that yeah she 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 went there and she actually got to work Acquire the Fire a few times. Ooh. So like the one the one time when I was like really little, I went there and she told me that all her friends were like my sisters in Christ and I g- I gave them all a kiss on the cheek. <laughs> so, what so a I was player! A ladies, so I was a ladies' man back in the day. <laughs> Sheesh, ladies' man, Luke. L M L. So continue what you were saying. Um, but anyways, um, for me, like, there's a couple different times I could, um, think of, but, like, some of the best encounters for sure have been, um, at this church camp I used to go to, um, in Kansas City, um, so it was through, like, this house of prayer slash missions base they have down there. Um, but they had um, camps for like middle schoolers and high schoolers. Um, so I went to those in like 2013, 2014, 2015, I think. Maybe I missed one year. Um, that but... year you had amnesia. <laughs> Um, I would, okay. There was one time at that camp, um, during like a worship session and it was just like that one song, um, is it called Good Good Father? Yeah, I think it is. Um, like good, that. Good Father. Yeah. Good I don't remember the rest of it. (laughs) And it, you know, back then that song was like brand new. I think it was my first time hearing it at um, church camp. But during worship, like when they played that song, it just, I, it really hit home for me. Just like, his perfect fatherly love towards me and like um I just really felt it you know yeah it was really good that's a that's a really good song I like that yeah it just kind of hit it just kind of hits different than other songs do yeah what is your favorite vine slash tiktok reference <laughs> oh, there's too much good stuff. Actually, I actually used one the other day. Was the one um about Hurricane Katrina? No, Hurricane Tortilla, <laughs> or whatever that one is. You don't talk yeah, about. Yeah, the vine with the that boy. 
Yeah. It's like Hurricane Katrina. <laughs> yeah. I used it, but nobody got it when I used it. I was like, disappointed. <laughs> Man, kids these days just, they don't know the Vine era. No. Um, gosh, favorite TikTok reference. There's just oh, there's so many good ones. It's so hard to pick one. The cheese is pretty good too. Yeah, dude, it's hard to pick one, but the one that is in my head so much lately is um eat your vegetables <laughs> can't get it out of my freaking head <laughs> uh, there's too many they just stay in my head like they live in my head rent free like two or three at a time <laughs> can't stop thinking of them until they get overused, and then they, you hate the heck, fact that they're stuck in your head. Yeah. Like this dang trend with on Twitter with the red flags. <laughs> yeah, I think I did one. See, it's like I, like me and Brandon were talking. It's funny when you first see it, and then everybody does it, and it's like, stop. Yeah. Just stop already. Oh, I didn't realize I got... <laughs> A decent amount of likes on mine. I saw it late. I saw them late, so I didn't do one. Where do you see yourself in 10 years? <laughs> 36. <laughs> well, that's all I can say. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I see myself uh, 31. <laughs> The way my my way my dating life has gone, I don't know what that's gonna look like in ten years. Dude, I got no clue. I don't even know if I wanna stay in Iowa, leave, if I wanna stay with this accounting thing or be a corn farmer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that I think I can rule out. Um <laughs> but for real I don't hardly have a clue where or what I'll be doing <laughs> you'll, you'll be a barista at Starbucks possibly part time accountant part time barista full time Isaiah <laughs> yeah there you go I hopefully will be an engineer I don't know. This stuff's kicking my butt lately, though. Yeah. School is also kicking my butt. It's not It's not just kicking. It's launching me across the floor. I, I, I took a couple of mental health days where I just skipped class and slept. Because <laughs> it was just overwhelming me. Yeah. I've had to... Yeah, I've had a couple times where I'm like, I can't do this. <laughs> but it's to the 
with that and with like going out of town a couple times i feel like i need to really try not to miss any more classes like yeah i've missed enough at this point seriously and these are hard classes like i can't afford to miss them yeah okay let's see what's your best pickup line Ooh, wait i saw this one the other day what was it okay it said it was like god made the earth in just six days um it only takes seven digits to make you mine or so okay that's corny <laughs> but they're always corny man Especially for you when you live in Iowa with all the corn. Yeah. I would I wouldn't say this is the best one I've had, but it definitely garnered an interesting reaction. <laughs> <laughs> because it was back when I was on Tinder, like I think it was a couple years ago. And it was like, Did you fall out of a vending machine because you're looking like a snack? Ooh. And then it was a white girl, and she saw. She said, "I'm not an effing snack, you effing n i g g e r." I was yeah, like, what? "I was like, what? What in the world?" I was like, "What?" I I matched her so fast. Like, first of all, you're white saying that, and second of all, why you call me that when I'm not even black? What the heck? Yeah, that's really something. Yeah, so after that, I quit using pickup lines, really. <laughs> it can't get any worse than that. If I'm honest, um, <laughs> one time I tried a pickup line um, with someone on Twitter, like, it was kind of for fun because, I, like, like, it was someone that I'd been mutuals with for a while and, like, thought she was cute. But, like, I had recently heard a pickup line that I thought was so funny. Um, so, like, I used it, but, like, <laughs> it did not go well. <laughs> like, she said, like, that was good or whatever, but, like, it didn't work. You know, it didn't. <laughs> I didn't get her phone number, but... <laughs> <laughs> I used um I was looking through the book of numbers and um oh, I didn't that see one? yours. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I know I remember this one time I'm extremely disappointed in myself that I didn't take advantage of this because like she was cute and she but like I think I commented about her her do- her and her dog look like looks cute together or something and she was saying like who you know who look cute together even cuter together you and me or something it was it was like really smooth i was like wow that was smooth yeah but i don't i don't think i even talk i don't even have her on snap anymore yeah yeah but that was i was kind of disappointed in myself that i let that go 
I think at that time I didn't have a vehicle, so it's not like I could have done anything anyway. Because she lived like <laughs> she lived like an hour and a half away. Yeah, just so, grab your horse and buggy. Grab my <laughs> grab my Converse. <laughs> It'll only take me a day to get there on foot. Just grab your skateboard. <laughs> <laughs> When you both went through spiritual trials, what did you learn from it? What characteristic was developed and how did you view God after? She That's probably the deepest one we've had. Yeah, jeepers. Hmm. I would say like it's kind of it kind of teaches you that like in the moment it kind of seems like bleak and dark and like you're not going to come to the end of this problem and like but once you come out of it you're like i was overreacting <laughs> you know like it seemed yeah. over it seemed like overwhelming and like a blanket of like heaviness was over you but like once you come out you and you look back you're like I, it really wasn't as bad as I thought it was. And, like, it wasn't as bleak and hopeless as I thought it was. Like, I needed to, I should have trusted God better, like, you know? Yeah. And I kind of think characteristic they've developed, I would say, like, perseverance and, like, trust in God. Because it's like, if he got me through that, like, it doesn't matter, like, what hit it hits me like he's gonna get me through it i guess that would those kind of would go along with how you view god like like nothing is impossible with him like even if we think something is like such a steep incline upwards like it's not gonna happen like he can get us there if we just surrender like our wills trying to like make it happen in our our own way and just surrender it to him like in reality like it's like we're trying to to climb up a rock face with a bag of rocks on our back like if we just surrender that bag of rocks like to him like we can get up that rock face easier you know? Yeah. Do you want me to repeat the question for you? Yeah. When you both went through spiritual trials, what did you learn from it? What characteristic was developed and how did you view God after? Sheesh. Um... I think... Um, one thing I've kind of learned from like, um, just going through, I don't know how open I should get on this podcast, <laughs> but like, um, I'll just well, I think, generally... I think, I think we got requests, we got a request to talk about our testimony so we can, you can mm. be, you can be vague this time and then the next episode we can get deeper yeah 
get into the nitty gritty. Nitty greedy. I think um, kind of something that um, I've been learning um, um, just from going through different things in life that are kind of just like the unexplainable, like, God, like, why? Like, why would you let this happen, you know? Um, I think I've just really learned um, how to handle those things, like, one, um, just learning to, like, trust him in it um but also um I mean like just knowing like God's not like afraid of like your questions you know oh yeah for sure like you can totally like go to him and like um Bring your doubts. Yeah. Like, say, hey, God, like, I really don't understand. And, like, doesn't make sense. But, like, you know, just keeping the conversation with him going and, um, and also just ultimately knowing, like, he's God and you're not, you know. Well, I think a lot of times we've been fed the idea that we can't have doubts or, you know, yeah, struggle with unbelief. And also, like, that that can't coexist with trusting. Like, we can, we can be confused and, like, doubt, like, how God is going to get us from A to B, but still trust that he will. Like, they can coexist. Like, it's not, like, mutually exclusive. Yeah. Like, I'm sure, like, Abraham, when he, like, God finally gave him Isaac, and, like, he told him to sacrifice him. He Like, he didn't know how he was going to, like, redeem the situation. Like, there's some assumptions that he thought, like, he would even raise Isaac from the dead. Like, he didn't know how the the situation would be remedied like he but like he still trusted him and went through with it yeah i think like that's that's how we can operate sometimes too like it's not it's he's he's big enough for us to have doubts and fears and unbelief like it's not gonna make him any less god and I think he really enjoys when we bring those to him because it's like he wants to hear from us. He wants to like know where he can help us and like we're his children. He wants to like hear us out and like hear our hearts and just like have an open communication. Yeah. Because once we do say that stuff, it's like, we're admitting that we're struggling with that and we're surrendering. And at that point is when we're surrendering because if once we admit to it, like 
it's out in the open. Like we can't hide, we can't attempt to try to hide it from him or hide it from ourselves any longer because it's out there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What's your funniest, most embarrassing story? Hmm. I have a lot of those. <laughs> uh, well, like, go ahead. I was just gonna say, like, I can't think of anything like super crazy, embarrassing, you know. Yeah. I think the one that I have was like when I was little, we were at my um grandparents and my second and third cousins were over as well. And I had to go use the bathroom. And like my my grandparents had one of those old scales with like the the dial with the little like the little red arrow that like showed where the weight was at. Yeah. And I was a I was a cu- very curious kid. And so I tried to wedge my finger into the scale to touch the numbers. <laughs> And my finger got stuck in the scale. <laughs> and of course, um, like I have my, I'm like trying to yell at my sister out in the living room. Melissa, Melissa, can you help me? My finger's stuck in the scale. Meanwhile, like I was sitting on the toilet, like, <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, that was not my my brightest moment. <laughs> uh, wasn't it probably the worst thing that I've done but <laughs> I've had plenty of those Yeah, you can't think of anything I feel like if I could like if I had some time to like really think about it I could come up with something but like on the spot I can't think of like anything like super embarrassing okay our last question is favorite thing about miranda (laughs) (laughs) i wonder who asked this question yeah it's a mystery (laughs) yumming yumming you are going into gay baby jail (laughs) You can take that opinion and throw it out the window. (laughs) (laughs) I would say she's like funny. Like she doesn't have to try to be funny. She's just like naturally funny. (laughs) And like the fact that her voice sounds the way it is like just makes it like (laughs) icing on the cupcake. Yeah. But then, like, also, like, her her heart for people and heart for God, definitely, too. Because, like, she, like, definitely mirrors, like, how we're supposed to love as Christ loves. Because, like, even when people, like, don't treat her the best or whatever, like, she doesn't, like, throw them under the bus or you know talk bad about them or whatever she tries to her very best to like remedy the situation and try to be like treat them 
the way she wants to be treated despite them treating her wrongly, you know? Like, she tries to, like, be the bigger person and, like, love people even when they don't, like, as the world would say, they don't deserve it. Like, you know? Yeah. And she's definitely, like, a very strong woman of God that, like, even, like, when she's struggling with stuff, she tries to be there for other people who are struggling as well. Yeah. Do you have anything else to add? <laughs> yeah. What I would have, what I was going to say was also just like her heart for people and for God. Just, she always just, um, she just has this, um, way about her, like, right when you meet her you can tell she's just like genuine yeah and just yeah just full of love for god and for people well that's all the questions we have for today sheesh Sheesh. is that all you got no that was quite a few (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's over an hour we've been talking yeah you're gonna um edit this thing or we just (laughs) um i'll figure things out yeah because i I guess some spots in there where like nothing's happening but no i'm not gonna edit that out i think we should keep that the way it is (laughs) (laughs) but i guess what we'll plan for next time since we didn't get to touch it because we had so many questions is our testimonies yeah and also, if you have any more questions you would like to ask us, DM us on all our social media handles, and <laughs> we will answer them to the best of our abilities. Yeah. Until next time, peace out, Girl Scouts. See ya.